Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Great. Here we are. So, tell me, where, where are you and how are you doing today? <laughs> doing okay. A uh, lot, lot going on. So, uh, testing my powers of organization. Oh, okay. okay. What's going on? I know we have a very, very important task today, but of course I want to hear all the successes that are happening as well. Uh, well, I mean, the biggest thing is I went down to D.C. last week and uh, – for a set of interviews on Friday, and there's a company. So I have, I guess, four potential career choices I'm probably going to have to work my way through in the next couple months. So that's that's a pretty positive thing. That sounds great. And it's like, so is it? Uh, so you had interviews for one company in DC. Is that true? But there were a series of them. Yeah. So um, I had like a full day. So I was, uh, like ten to four. Wow. And I had a, a whole other interview with five people today. So oh my God. they seem to be moving pretty quickly. Wow. And is this something that you would enjoy doing or what's, what's going on? Uh, that's the trick. Um, uh, I don't know that I, um, I can actually uh, say that for sure. Um, okay. I uh, what I would say is I get con- confused. Okay. Um, like there are things that are appealing. Um, uh, um, there are things that are obviously appealing about all the different things I'm doing. I yeah. I have a hard time sorting through um, how to prioritize. Um, okay. You know, and I, you know, part of me, I think uses, like, this one would be the biggest, uh, it's about a billion-dollar company, and they want me to run a division for them. Uh-huh. Um, and I think part of me just runs to the comfort of that, you know what I mean? Right. Meaning, yeah. You know, steady paycheck, you know, um, probably a bigger paycheck than any of the other opportunities. You know, I know the industry, you know, and um, I read something one time you know, find a circumstance that will allow you to test all that you are, like fully test everything that you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I don't, I, I think you can honestly do that in anything you do. I don't know that this would do that completely. You know what I mean? Like, I think I could probably hide a little bit in that environment. Um, but I'm not, I'm not exactly sure. So there's positives, there's negatives. Is, is like everything. Of course. Well, the one thing is that, and I, I think it's very worth uh, mentioning it, and and just getting it, you know, put all the uh, all the cards on the table. It's really wonderful to feel wanted, isn't it? For from uh, these, even if you say no, isn't it really great? Uh, it is. Um, uh, and I, uh, I, uh, I have found myself. Uh, attracted to that feeling. Um, Absolutely. You know, attracted to the feeling of being busy, uh, you know, not busy for, but like being able to solve problems, you know, uh, um, feeling like I have a direction, you know, like those types of things uh, have been attractive. Absolutely. um, In the past month. And then, you know, to go into any meeting, or set of meetings with a bunch of senior executives and have them respect what you have to say, you know, is, you know, that's a part of my history that is important to me. So. Yeah. And you know what, this is, this is something that is crucial that you also recognize because you came 
into this world to do something big, and this feels big. And these are these are your playmates, and to feel like you belong to this tribe of people, you know, important people, seniors and whatnot, and they respect your opinion. That is the the balance here is how to acknowledge the the ego buzz, and you know, and you're like, you know, that feels awesome. At the same time, that you recognize that you really have something truly of value to offer that is being respected, honored, and heard. You know, it's like I think what has happened in the past is that at times in your life you were driven by the ego piece and uh, and your, there was no place for your heart in your life. Or my, or, you know, my, my health or my personal, um, my personal relationships. Like I let, like anything I choose to do, what I would say is I have to find a way to, to keep the other parts of my life that I've worked so hard to find be a part of it. You know what I mean? Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's also like bringing into balance. So one of the things that what, I, what we're going to do today, uh, hopefully we'll do as much as we can. We'll see how far we get into it. But the goal, the reason that we're doing these, that is going to feel kind of odd, but you've done plenty of odd things with me. So I don't, I don't think that that's an issue, but I want to share with you why is it that we're doing these? And the big reason is that, see, Jimmy did not get what he wanted growing up at all. And there's still that lingering craving, if you will, of being accepted and seen and appreciated for who you are as a, as a being, okay? Not for what you're doing, but for what you, who you are, period, you know, the the things that you're, like, you remember that we talked about your innate brilliance, your innate goodness. And, you know, you have your light and your shadow, everything, just to be accepted and loved like that. So the goal today is to be able for him to experience that. So today, as an adult, you're not driven by that craving anymore. That would be nice. And it, it also will translate in your priorities, in your decision-making, in your ability to say no, because it's going to be very different, right? Yep. So the key component here before we march ahead is that you realize that everything that we're going to be addressing is within you. So even if we talk about mom or Jimmy's mom, Yes, it is that woman that you remember, but it's, she's no longer part of the reality as we know it, right, that lives with your dad somewhere that is considering moving to a, a community or not or whatnot. It's the woman that lives within you. And that internalized mom, if you choose to, can actually shift, but it's entirely up to you. Okay. Okay. So, how like antsy are you feeling? How how much do you so, need to? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All the above. Let's go. So I don't. <laughs> okay. All right. But in order to like let's go, this part that we need to actually get going is actually allowing your body to just be quiet. Okay. So I'm gonna really encourage you to just. If you have any devices around you other than the phone or whatnot, just like close your eyes, come into your body, take a couple of breaths, and just really connect with what is happening right now in your body. We're going to start right here. So I want you to, hopefully you're in a place that you can even put your head back and just totally be supported by the place where you're sitting or lying down. Take a couple of breaths. Connect with your feet. I want you to notice the sensations that you have right now in your feet, inside. What does it feel like if you have socks on, if you have shoes on? Notice the sensations in your feet, like even move your toes, Take a breath and notice your calves. 
And if you notice any antsiness or need to move, just breathe and allow that antsiness to be there. Let's soothe that part of you that may want to say, well, we got to get going. we got to run. we got to get these moving. I just It's okay. In order to get these moving, we need to access a deeper level, and the only way that we do that is through quiet. Through a different, a different reality. So notice how your knees are feeling. And if it's, is it getting, are you feeling a little too, how is your energy? Can you stay with me? Yeah, yep. I'm, uh, I'm okay. Okay, what's going on? Notice your quads, right? Your your thighs. The reason we're just scanning is to just get in touch with your body. This is a body level. We need to understand what is happening and just be there. Take a couple of breaths and connect with your abdomen. Just breathe into it. Another breath and come into your torso. Are there any particular sensations that are present that are really important or like that are interfering with being present or are you overall okay? Uh, I got a lot of tension in my stomach. Um, okay. And then I, uh, like, I'm yawning a lot, which I find contradictory, obviously, to the uh, anxiety thing. Um, but other than that, I'm fine. Do you know, uh, I thought I may have mentioned this before, but if not, I'll, I'll say it again now. Yawning is actually a sign of your nervous system shifting. It's bringing, it's one of the ways that you bring a lot of oxygen into your into your um, bloodstream. Yeah, you had told me that before. That's why when we tap, we yawn a lot. I yawn a lot. It's the nervous system shifting because, see, your nervous system is used to moving, 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 and now we're actually inviting it to just slow down. And it's like really trying to figure out how to do that. It's not used to it, right? Yep. It's like decisions, decisions. There's so much to think about, to do and whatnot. So it's like, okay. All right. So what's going on in the stomach? Is these is there a little apprehension or what is all the tension about if you look at it? Yeah, just apprehension, I think. Okay. And let's can we talk for a moment? Because let's say that it's fear of something. If it were fear, what do you think there would be fear of or about? I'm just letting down my guard. Okay. And if we go a tiny bit into that, absolutely. Letting down your guard and what could happen? Well, I get disappointed. Get rejected. Okay. okay, so you let down your guard and... Disappointed that rejected how? From whom? Anybody. Any, so it's like this is a generalized thing. It's not yeah. anyone in particular. Okay. Yeah, well, right. would you feel disappointed and rejected uh, by me? No. But not just. How about Jennifer? Um, probably sometimes she probably has a little bit of a different role. Um, uh, sometimes. Okay. Yeah. And is these? So something could be going on that is like you just let down your guard and you become more vulnerable, more open. Yep. Has it ever happened that you let down your guard and you get huge rewards as well? 
Um, <laughs> uh, not as often as I get as I get let down. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, is there something that of a, of a constant need to be guarded, right? Uh, I have operationalized the constant need to be guarded, yes. Yeah. And you also have, uh, in addition, you have worked in an, envir- in an environment most of your adult life where that's the way that you function, right? I've chosen environments where um, uh, operating within a persona has made me very successful. Right. Right. Okay. So knowing that, it's interesting. So so now that we're inviting a a, a part of you to just let down your guard a bit, then there's this part that feels almost like, yeah, like afraid. Like, why am I going to do these for? No, I, um, I, I think um, it is. I'm, I'm afraid, but not. I mean, I'm not actively. Um, I think it's a nervous reaction. Um, um, it's a nervous reaction. Is what okay. I would say. Okay. So let's see. Let's see if we can. What What happens if we actually decide to connect with Young Jimmy? Is that what happens in your belly? Is that something that is okay, or it makes it more intense? Um, doesn't. N- neither. It's okay. I mean, it's the same. Same. Okay. Can you actually see Jimmy? Uh, yeah, trying. And it's totally okay if it's somehow it's not easy. You can just bring him from a, you know, a photograph or a previous experience, or we can also look at what is what is keeping him out of reach. Totally okay. And this is the part of you that, like, so as an adult, is a part of you that is constantly, um, that has this drive to say yes. And it has this concern of the consequence that may hold if you ever say no to something. Right? Yes. So it's like, is it easier to get in touch with that part of you? It's um, it's easier for me to spend my time and energy just making other people feel good, or um, rather than accomplishing, you know, or even setting about the tasks that I I need to accomplish. So, you know, it's interesting. The, the way that I've succeeded at work was by making my boss look good. The way that you made you made your what? I couldn't get that one word. I succeeded at work was yeah. always by making my boss look good. Oh, your and boss. When I, and when I didn't have that construct where, you know, I didn't like where I worked. Oh. And why, what happened that you didn't have that construct? You didn't have that bad, ability or? Bad relationship or... You know, politically based. You know what I mean. So there was no yeah. content to deliver. Okay. Okay. Which is just as an aside. I think why it's easy to go home and drink. Right. Because I, because that's when I have to be alone with whatever I choose. Right. Absolutely. Well, and also. If you're driven and making somebody that is your authority feel good, 
So you're, you know, in good terms with everybody. You're succeeding. You get, you know, recognition, appreciation. You have a good connection. You have, I mean, there's so many good out of it, right? So much goodness comes out of it. You are, if that's not an option, it's like, so what the heck do you do? Right. And you do the best you can, but it's just, it's almost like they took your, your way of succeeding out of the equation, and then it's like just you, and that doesn't hasn't worked until now. So this part of you, let's just go try to go in, and this is this is where I'm going to ask you as much as possible to stay with these. Okay, if you can just just get away from distractions of any sort. This part of you that is has been wired and trained to make your boss feel good in order to succeed and has worked beautifully. It's operating from a very simple principle. Right? Like it, the principle is find out the whoever's the authority that is going to reward me. Make them look make them be happy, look good get good numbers, whatever it might be the case, make them happy so I get what I want. Hmm. Right? Yeah. That's exactly what you started doing when you were 18 months old. Say that again. <laughs> I'm not surprised that you couldn't couldn't receive it. That is, so I want you to... Put no, 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 I, under, I understand that, but say what... Say okay, the, put, say put the your, model again. Absolutely. Put your hand in your belly yeah. and a hand in your in your chest. So the way that you succeed as a man, an adult, extremely successful and appreciated man, among other senior executive men, has been to find who is the person in authority that you are going to make happy in a variety of ways so you get the acceptance and appreciation that you need and want. That is your success. And you learn to do that when you were 18 months old. At 18 months, you knew that in order to get a little bit of appreciation, a smile, a little bit of love or, a, you know, some sort of ju- loving gesture for mom, you had to do something. It was not about who you are. You had to do something to make mom happy. Yeah, I com- completely resonate. Yeah, so let's connect with that little kid. That, and it's almost like a, a toddler. It's a little tiny child. It's okay if you cannot see yourself. It's okay if if you just have to get a sense of him. Can you do that? Yeah. And if you just go up to him and connect. Tell me if you can actually see him enough to, you know, say hi to him. I know it's easier for you to connect with a 10-year-old. This is a lot deeper, a lot further, and a lot more tender. We're talking with a toddler. Can you connect with him? That's hard. Yeah, of course. Can you imagine? It's totally okay. We'll just go as slow as you need to go, okay? Can you imagine what uh, you might have looked like when you were a year? Okay, around, you know, two years old, something like that. How does this little gym look? Even... Do you want me to describe it? 
Yeah. Uh, pudgy. Mm-hmm. Pudgy, pudgy and happy. Okay. And is he? Does he seem to you truly happy, or is there something that he's missing a bit? Um, I think he wants to be happy, but right. there's um, probably a little bit confused. Okay. Because somehow mom is not present in the way that he needs it, needs her to be. Is that he what's probably, going on? He probably wouldn't understand it at that time. Of course. Yeah. But he somehow... Probably, he probably feels alone. Right, right. Okay. So, do you get a sense? Because, of course, he's not speaking. He's very, you know, very simple. Now... I want to share with you something very powerful here. He, it's true. Very, very simple. Very, no, almost no words, right? Very simple. And at the same time, extremely powerful nervous system at play. And I'm going to tell you why. This is when he knows, okay? His nervous system knows he just needs to survive and he cannot do it alone. An 18-month-old or 2-year-old will not survive alone. And kids know this. This is, this is not something that I'm not making it up. It has nothing to do with for you to get in contact with. I'm just sharing this with you from developmental psychology and whatnot. So he knows this. He knows that he needs to, he needs to be as happy as he can be, even if he's confused because he has needs. They're, they're not being met, but he doesn't understand why, right? Yeah, I think that's right. Okay. But he's does he overall to you seem content or is he is he upset in any way? Uh he seems okay at this point. I I don't but I, I don't um again I would probably argue he's just more confused. Okay, confused. That's that's you know. Yeah. And as, a, as an adult, how do you feel towards these, this little boy when you see him, when you imagine him like this, confused, a little lost and alone? Yeah, I feel bad. Okay. Do you believe that he he deserves no. to have... Okay, good. Now, this is the part that is the trickiest part, Okay. So he's. I want, I'm going to invite you to be with him. Just no. So you can just hang out with him. Maybe play. Maybe just have a little bit of food together, or just just be hang out with him. Could you do that? Sure. Okay. And what he really needs, and let's see if these rings true. He needs a very loving, present mom. And mom is not present or loving. Is that true? Yep. Okay. Now, the mom that we're going to be talking about right now is the mom that is inside of you, which means do you have any recollection of what your mom or even a sense or you can imagine mom at that age? So she may have been like in her late 20s, early 30s, right? Can you get like an image or a... Yeah. Okay. And just for the sake of of this experience, just because you know her enough, we're going to... Would it be... I would like to talk with her. Remind me of her name, please. Betty. Betty. Okay. Would it be okay for me to talk with her, with Betty? Sure. Okay. And in, in order to do that, what I'm gonna what I'm gonna ask you to do is just could you try responding as if you were her? Yep. Okay. So Betty, thank you so much for talking for speaking with me. 
Um, my name is Laura, and I'm a good friend of your son. Um, I know that you're extremely busy, so I really appreciate your, you know, the possibility of speaking with you. How are you doing today? I'm okay, thank you. Thank you. And and tell me, Betty, how how is it actually being um, Jimmy's mom? He seems to be such a happy and, and pudgy child. How is how is he? Uh, he's okay. Just very um, just a handful right now. We have a lot going on. And, um, it's been a tough time time in my life. Yeah. There's a, a lot going on for you, and it must be really hard because you have a young son and these little baby, right? Yeah, and I'm pregnant, or yes. Yeah. So, what would you say that uh, you love your you love your child? You love Jimmy? Yes. Yeah. And he's just. Um, would you say he's a handful because he's extremely, like, uh, you know, energetic, or is it that he's just a little boy that needs attention and it's not a good time in your life right now to give it to him? He's always all over the place. He never sits still. Um, always going 100 miles an hour. I can't keep an eye on him. Yeah. He needs to be in a cage. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so he this he's not nothing like your older son who's a little bit quieter. Is that what? Yeah, you know Johnny will sit and do reading and all that, and Jimmy just wants to run around and play. Right. Yeah, and you don't have the time or the energy to do that with him right now. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. If I were to tell you that, because um, I I imagine that. You love Jimmy. You would like him to grow up to be a healthy and responsible, happy man, to, to be a man of good and uh, and be happy, right? Would you say that that's right? Sure. Yeah. And if I were to um, tell you a little secret about how you could help with that, would you be interested in hearing? Yeah, but like I said, I got a lot going on right now. Absolutely. Um, would you like some help? Yeah, I'd love help. Wonderful. So I want you to see, Jim, I want you to see that there's actually a helper coming in. There's a helper coming in that is going to be right there taking care of chores, taking care of um, maybe cooking even. So mommy's a little bit more relieved. Can you see that? Sure. Okay, and is she is Betty okay receiving the help? Uh, not completely, no. Okay, what is going on? Let's let her, let she can share with us what what happens when she's getting helped. Well, nobody does it right. It's not right because she should be the one doing things. Um, just because, you know, people make mistakes and they don't do it the way I want and just sometimes right. it gets even more overwhelming. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. So I'm talking to Betty again and let's see if um, I'm going to make a, a deal with Betty. Let's see if this works. Betty, what if you were to train someone to do things exactly the way that you want them and you were to trust that, you know, I know that is really hard because you're absolutely right. Sometimes it's we grew up in, like, if you want to do it right, just do it yourself, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that is that, the, is that how you were brought up? Yep. Yeah, of course. So if you were to, you know, just the helper that I'm going to give you is going to do things, even though it may sound incredibly um, perfect, that they're going to do it even better than you. Could you relax a little bit? That's not possible. No. <laughs> okay. But it, if in if in a in a perfect so it's not it's not possible that any anybody could do things better than you. Is that true? That's true. Okay. Now, in a perfect world, which doesn't exist, of course, if you got enough help, maybe you, you got if you got enough help, 
Um, and you knew that spending time with Jimmy would actually really help turn him into the successful, in, you know, successful, happy person that you want him to be. Having a wonderful family and children that he, that he, you know, I, I really. Well, not, I, I mean, I need to interrupt you. I mean, I absolutely want him to be happy, but like I said, I have a lot of other stuff going on, and you know, to some extent, he's got to figure it out for himself. Okay. I understand. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for speaking with me, Betty. I, I really I really appreciate it. I know you're very extremely busy. So, Jim, this is what I she's I can see how she's totally setting her ways and there's not much flexibility. So there's a lot going on there. Now remember again, this is not your mom, but of course a version of hers that is so could you give her the gift? And not not for your mom today, but for you, especially for that little toddler, right? Could you give her the gift of her going to a special healing clinic? Yeah, sure. Started the day I left the house. That's her healing clinic. <laughs> what is? Say that again. What is it? The healing started community? the day. Started the day I left the house. That's when she started to heal. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So she's yeah, absolutely. She's she's leaving the house, but she's she's actually going to. She would actually like calling it spa. She's going to a spa, but you and I know that she's actually going to like a therapeutic place, where there's going to be coaches that are going to be listening to her story, allowing her to voice all her frustrations the sadness that she has. So probably somebody's going to be tapping on her or helping her feel her feelings more, which she's not very good at, until she just like screams her head off from all the stuff that has happened that is completely unfair. Can you imagine her seeing, doing that? Yeah. Now, can you can you truly see that you know she's she's in a place where there true there's healers there there's spiritual healers there's therapists there's coaches there's people that are doing EFT on her and I'm gonna actually talking about that I'm gonna invite you to start tapping on you okay just tapping through the points and she. Can you see her that she's just like slowly, it's taking her a very long time. This is not something that she welcomes easily, right? No. But slowly she's starting to actually let her guard down, talk about her dad and how hard that was for her, being pregnant and all that, that took place. And she just like, until she starts both screaming and crying. It's really, really, dis- like, totally upset by just letting her guard down, knowing that she's in a place that nobody knows her and she can just be herself. And you see it. <laughs> okay. um, it would be made up land because she would never allow herself to be put in a circumstance like that. I completely agree, and that's why I want to I wanna really reinforce that this is not your mom. This is the mom that lives within you. And is it okay? What would it take for this mom for you to allow her to do that? And just really consider it. Take your time. Yeah, I mean, my, um, my initial reaction was an apology. Um, you know, but that's not fair because I don't think she knew what she was doing, or at least consciously. But wait, wait, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Is it okay for her to actually scream and cry? Of course. Can you see her doing that? No. Okay, that's what, that's what I, okay. What's happening if I tell you that she is? She's in a room. There's two therapists with her. There's a man and a woman. 
They're just listening to her. And at one point, she's telling her story and she's saying, everything's okay, everything's okay, right? Everything's okay. I can manage. Everything's okay. I just need to the kids to be quiet so I get to do what I need to do. And they tell her, you know, the kids are fine. The house is fine. This is a time for you and we're just, we totally understand. And it's very, very important for your children to do these and for you. If you want, you know, if you want to be in a good place, this is going to be really crucial. And she, it takes her quite a while to be to open up, but finally, she starts sharing a little bit of her feelings. Can you imagine that? Can you see that? I um, conceptually, yes, but it is very difficult to see her in that place. It's virtually impossible. I I don't see her as having feelings. Okay. You're tapping, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So let's follow, you know, and that's why I said these may take a little bit longer. So let's just tap together. Follow me. And change the words as as often as you want. I cannot see it. I cannot see it. I don't think she would allow it. I don't think she would allow it. I cannot see that she has any feelings. I cannot see that she has any feelings. She would never let her guard down. She won't let her guard down. She would never share how she feels with strangers. She would never share how she feels. She will never share. She probably doesn't even have any feelings. Uh, if she has feelings, she buried them a long time ago. Yeah. Sometimes she shares some anger. She's easy to get angry. Yeah. Angry, ang- you know, anger is okay. Anger is okay. She can express her anger. Uh, she's easy to express anger. Yeah. And that's where she's starting. I see her angry. Can you see her angry? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So there it was. She is. She's angry. She's just screaming. And she's just frustrated. She's pissed. Things are not going the way she wants to. But she's angry, isn't she? Yep. And it's like, it's too much for her, and it's just not okay. What happens when she's done? And she's she's so now she's angry. Can you see her? I know that she's in this special place, but she's angry until she just screams and yells and is really angry. And then she's something starts shifting. What happens when she just releases all the anger? I mean, this could be days, okay? We can can go days or weeks. I don't care. She's been angry and... She she runs away. Mm. There's one detail. She runs away. But because we have very special... Where are you, man? Are you here? Are you in a private place? Yeah, I'm in. Uh, well, kind of. I'm in New York City in a um, like a mutual office building, but I'm in like a phone oh. booth, phone booth thing. Wow. Okay. So you okay? But you, is it okay if you close your eyes? You can do that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Had been. Good. So notice that yes, she runs away. Okay. But there's no place for her to go meaning that you can see where she's going. And she's just within this place. She runs away. Now she's trying to hide something, right? Yeah, I guess. Why is she So she after she screamed, she runs away and disappears. 
would it be okay for her to actually, after she's completely drained of her anger, and this is something that it's an invitation to you, Jim, because you may, Jimmy may have never seen this part of mom. So it's it's a little hard to imagine, but I'm curious if you could allow yourself to imagine that after she's yelled and got completely drained of all the anger, she's starting to feel sad. She's starting to feel her grief. Oh, I, I can I can understand that that's possible. Notice if you can see her. I'm going to share with you. I see her crying. She's running away and finally starts crying. And as she's as she's crying, she starts crying and it's hard for her to stop because she starts crying about her dad and different things that happen in her life and so much that she's been holding together. Does it seem totally impossible for her to do that? No. Can you see her crying? Yeah. Because she's really been holding very, very tight, and now she's just like feeling, start for the first time ever, feeling safe enough to just let it out. Now... She's going she's gonna to cry for days. This is going to go on for days, maybe even weeks. Somebody's going to tap on her, you know, as she's crying and allowing her to just cry until all this releasing of anger and pain and sadness and grief starts actually melting her heart. She can feel her heart again which means that she could also feel her love. And in this place, she's also going to attend some parenting classes where they're going to tell her that the number one thing that is going to completely encourage and assure her that her children, but especially Jimmy, would be a happy child, which is really what she wants. She wants him to be successful, but more than anything happy is that she gets to express her love for him, be there for him. And it's not about quantity of time, but the quality of the connection. And she gets it. Because she all of a sudden feels that she has, is receiving some love. And you see that? Uh, not completely, but more than I did before. Okay. Tell me what is interfering. What, what is the... the you know, the dissonance. Um, yeah, I just, I don't, uh, I don't believe ever anybody ever really wanted me to be happy. They wanted or, cared, or, to, cared, or cared enough to do anything about it. That doesn't resonate with me. Is it possible? If it, was, if it was convenient that it worked out that way, fine. But if it took effort and it was with intent that anything would be done for that to occur, I don't believe it. I to- so I totally understand that he almost like a it, it was a side effect of something that took place with no effort whatsoever. You were happy, well, so be it. But it wasn't any motivation for anybody to do something, especially for your mom. 
Right. Now, coming back to seeing the little, the toddler, does he deserve the love and attention that he needs? Of course. Would it be okay if this mom, that is not your mom, and it doesn't have to do necessarily with the memories or the beliefs that you concluded from the experiences, were to actually heal enough that she just recognizes it, she understands and really recognizes the importance of her loving you and being there for you. It's not about doing anything. It's about being with you. Because see that little toddler, what he really needs is mom's love and presence. He doesn't need mom to, you know, I mean, playing cards and all of that would be the icing on the cake. But what he truly needs is mom's loving presence. Isn't that true? Uh, at least partially, yes. I mean, I've tried to operationalize living without that. So. Right, right. Now, if he were to have it, just by being who he is, because you, you, you do believe that he deserves it. Is that true? Sure. But you also believe that it's impossible for him to get it. I believe the only way I get it is if I make it for myself. Okay. And is it is it possible for mom to heal enough so she can become a loving human again? Or do you think that's impossible? <laughs> uh in La La Land, I guess it's possible. I'm I'm kidding, partially, but partially. No, no, right, right. So there's there's a part of you that really doesn't believe that mom that your mom can be loving. Has she ever been loving to your children? Because you mentioned something. Um. Yeah, I would say so. In her own way. In a in a distant way. Okay. Why would it? Why would it? Uh, why would this man? Why would you need? Why would you need to allow this mom that is inside of you to love Jimmy, to truly love Jimmy? What do you need to allow her to be a loving mom? I don't know. I, um, I mean, it's been an interesting, um, interesting because I, it's weird how, well, not a weird, it's, Interesting how rigid I am with the ideas of who she is. Yeah. So for a second, I'm going to invite you to do something else. Let's see. Let's see how. Let's see how married you are, how committed you are to the experience that you've had, and how much you truly allow yourself to have. Okay. But we know that you can be loving towards Jimmy. You can do it. But he really needs a mom. So what if we were to make a mom that looks like your mom, but she's like, I don't know, an alien. She's a clone. She's a, she's not truly your mom. You know, she's just a, a version of your mom, a twin of your mom that somehow just has an incredible loving heart. Did you see that? Sure. Because yeah, this, this is what happens, Jimmy, is that, Jim, sorry, what happens is that 
that little boy needs a loving mom. And the question here is, are you willing to give him the mom that he needs? It's really up to you. And I'm going to, as you just, I hope that you're still tapping, even if it's just, you know, touching whole different points or the points that I'm just going to invite you to consider that as much as these, you know, this is the way that it was and these are your beliefs and these are how things are. Because this is all happening within you, If you believe, there's one one part is to really feel that he, that this child deserves to be loved. So you're going to give him that love. He needs a mom, so you're going to do it. But I wonder if there's any part of you that totally bought into the idea and the belief system that even though this is a really wonderful child, he doesn't totally deserve what he wants. That's absolutely. Okay. So, what is that? So, he deserves it, and yet you bought into the idea that somehow he's not to have it. He's not, it's, um, I was going to say he's not worth it, but um I've, uh, I operationalized the distancing and I operationalized some of the patterns. Okay. But I understand because for me what you're saying is that you figured out how to cope without. Right? Um, keeping, I've found a way to operationalize. You know, I'll, I'll do it in the context of my brother, right? He keeps everything at a distance and is very happy. I'm not as good as he is about it, but I found a way to operationalize, you know, this middle ground that keeps it, keeps me protected. And is this working for you? I know the answer is no. Um, but... Um, but I don't, um, it's hard. Because what is at stake is that you're going to be disappointed. I'm opening up a rabbit hole. And you open that rabbit hole and then... What's down that hole? Uh, history of pain. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Have you ever fantasized about having, like, you know, encountering an alien or something like that? Like, no. Okay. <laughs> As a little kid, I guess that that was maybe ET came or something when I was little. But um, got nothing for you on that one. <laughs> That's all right. No problem. So, Jim, how can how can you give this boy a loving mom? Do you see Do you see that there's a catch twenty two, right? Because, like you said, it's like you're holding these these walls that, on one hand, you know they're not fully satisfying, but they actually have helped you survive in a way. Letting them letting them go could actually lead to a lot more pain. So. What you're, what I'm hearing is, why would I ever consider doing that? Um, no, what? Yeah, I mean, what you're hearing is, I understand the implications of considering doing that. Right. Now, the one thing that is very interesting, at least when we have done these together, is that every time that you actually slowly let go of those walls. What you find, I think it's in general, more than pain, is a very strong sense of inner peace, of embracing who you are. 
Do you remember those occasions? Uh, a little bit. So, what is going on right now? How is your stomach doing? Is it still pretty tight? Yeah, not as bad as it was when we started, but a little bit. Okay. Well, there's something that it is really, um, it, it is this catch-22 where the, the the walls or this way in which you oper- you know have operationalized your your life, on one hand, it has allowed you to survive and move forth in your life, and it's, it's it's not a bad life at all. On the other hand, those same walls are the ones that are keeping you from having clarity, being fully happy. Yeah, for sure. Okay, what do you think is the way to go? What would you like? I have to break through it. I mean, the one, for, I mean, for myself, obviously, but it's it, some of these paradigms I push on Jennifer, too, and so that's not fair. Because then your relationship just yeah, is supposed goes, to be a... Right. Yeah, yeah, it goes into a bad pattern. Yeah. And the whole thing is that every time you're, what happens is that when you let down your guard, some pain may appear because you could be disappointed and hurt. Is that yeah. true? Yeah. Okay. What do you see as the next step? You're going to have to tell me that one. <laughs> Although I got to go back to work right now, so yeah, no, I know you need to go back to work. So I think that I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you to push a little bit in whichever way you can, and I want. I would really like you to imagine or make believe a loving mom for this kid, and it can be. It could be Jennifer. Is Jennifer a loving mom to her kid, to her girl? Yeah, very much. Would it be okay for her to play? You know, or a version of her? Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay. So a version of her, because you don't want to actually make her your mom, right, with the whole that we're, we're entering. Yeah, yeah, that'd be, yeah, Oedipus complex, I think. Exactly. Yes, exactly. So I know you have to get back to work. So um, let, let's connect. And this is, this is one that is actually really worth working on, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. All right. Um, do you want to uh, get on my calendar? Or do you want? What do you want to yeah. do? Yeah. Yep. I'll take care of it. Okay. Great. Um, that would be really awesome if you can do that. Just, just make a make a loving mom. Make up one. Try, try. one for size. I'll try. Okay. See you later. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.